Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of Black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a Black marriage crisis. So I asked Black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. So I was actually living in LA when we met technically, but I was in New York working. And I got a call about a show and they wanted to like just shoot for two weeks to see if there was another season of the show, which was making the band. So for two weeks, I had been talking to some guy on the phone, coordinating with the band, and he was the liaison between the band and the network. And the day we were finally gonna meet for the first shoot, the guy shows up and I assumed it was the guy I'd been talking to, but it was actually Jason. <laughs> I was like, where's the guy I've been talking to for two weeks? And it was Jason instead. And um, and I didn't think anything about it. It was like, oh, he's nice. <laughs> you didn't think anything about it. No. I was waiting for that part, right? That's good, that's good. So, okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, so we met and then I ended up shooting this thing for like two weeks and then they decided they wanted to do another season and I was just gonna go back to LA. Like one week, I, one week. It was one week? Yeah, it was one and week. I, I was going back to LA and he was like, no, please don't go. I just met you, you can't leave. What? Oh, wow. Okay, keep on. <laughs> and then I ended up staying here um, and I, I actually didn't go, ever go back to LA. It was like another year she and a half before I went her, back. Uh, her apartment like it was rented and she just sold all the furniture. Like she was just like, they can have it really. And I was like, no, they gotta buy it. And she was like, no, I'm not going back to get it. So. She never went back. Now, you want to retell that story for real? <laughs> so, she left out some key components to this story. <laughs> key components equal, um, one, that from the day we've met, we've never gone a day without talking. So, for someone who just never thought anything of it, she sure wanted to talk to me a lot. Two, um, the other thing about it was that I think we s felt something from that first time we started talking, right? The first moment that we liked each other. Not, I mean, and I don't mean like we were in love and it was like love first sight or anything. Well, it was kind of like, she's kind of fly. She thought I was fly too. And, but the other thing was that I think that we both were like truly drawn to each other, right? I mean, we've never gone a day without talking to each other, and I think um, that has to do with just there was an energy there when we first met. And she tried to deny it. You know, women have a tendency <laughs> to, to not want to be uh, recognized whatever is happening because, you know, they always have preconceived notions of what their man is going to be. I definitely wasn't that pre preconceived notion for her. I know that. I'm fine with that. She wasn't mine either. I mean, I, I didn't write that in the book, but I realized what it was and I was like, mm, it's fine, whatever. Let me go with the flow of what this is. It's good, so I'm gonna go with it. And she was kind of like trying to 
fight it off. Like, oh, whatever. I'm not going to do this right now. I'm not ready. I don't want this. This isn't right. Like all these things. And I'm like, stop. Just let it be. <laughs> and then once she did that, it was good. And now we're married. Honestly, I mean, the, there's an age difference. And I was new to New York, right? And I was in music. So I had this dream. Those are all strikes, 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 strikes. Well, that's strike for, for you. Yeah. But for me, it was like yeah. it was like this is the moment I'm going to be a hoe. Like, <laughs> and I so, was like, go, so, you just got here, so leave me alone. I just figured I'm in music. You know, I'm I'm new to New York. <laughs> like it's every man's dream. Like now, you know, women are gonna be flocking to me. I'm gonna have to beat them off with a stick. Like it was just like, oh man, this is gonna be an amazing time in my life. And so. I got here June and September 30th, I met her. And so that was like the end of my amazing <laughs> summer, right? Like my, my whole thing was like done. Which I encouraged. I was like, go meet people, do stuff, like leave me alone. You did, you did. That was dumb. And plus, I didn't, I didn't really live here, so I was really like, I'm just here for this job. You should really go about your way and figure something out. But he was yeah. like, no, go be a hoe. <laughs> Leave me out yeah, of it. Right? That's kind of, that was dumb. But he, dumb. he actually, he's a really nice guy. He pretends like he has the capacity to do this kind of thing, but he really doesn't. I really he, don't. He's like, a, really don't. he's like a one woman. But, but I, I have a dream. Of it. <laughs> and that's, that's you asked, the question was, right, what right. did you, what did you anticipate yeah. for yourself? And I had this dream of like, of grandeur, just, you know, <laughs> just, it, it didn't work out. I, I wound up with just one. I know. And what about working together? Did you hesitate at all? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, especially, it was so cliche to me. It was like, this is so stupid. Like, really, I'm gonna meet somebody on a reality show? Like, that is so dumb. But he was, he was like our, our point person and I was a point person for the crew so we had to talk to each other all the time and he would ask me out all the time and I was like no all all, like every day and I would always say no this is like silly where I that's back in those days when reality shows were really reality where you were like following people for 24 hours a day so I was working like we're the only people that we ever saw like of course you want to go out with me <laughs> so it's like me or like the crazy girl on the reality show that's so, not true it is true that's, that's and then I, and i was working the overnight shift so i was always looking crazy and it was just like why are you asking me out and so after that show which seemed like it went on forever i said you know if you still want to go out after this is over then maybe we can that's not do true that. okay that's not true so that's not true and <laughs> i don't so, know why she would totally say that true. we went on our first date while we were working our first date was while we were working no Yes, it was. No. Yes, it was. It was. That, that was our first date, and we. Do you, and we you still, really want to bring up a first date? If you're he here. showed up two hours late. He was new to town, so he didn't know anywhere to take anybody. So I had to pick the place. Yeah. Like it was the most ridiculous. And by the time I got there, by the time he showed up, I was just kind of like, "Why? Well, I mean, I'm ready to go. Like this is so over." And and we were there for hours. <laughs> we were there for hours. <laughs> there for hours talking and. Had a great time, and yeah. you're married to me now. So I think everything goes something. back to you're married to me now. I guess. I mean, I'm just saying, like <laughs> you can say whatever you want, but it's like yeah. I think the things that made me want her and not just do a bunch of stuff is 
I think honestly, one, I don't have a capacity capacity to really like do all that. That's just stuff I talk about. <laughs> um, two is that we were compatible from the very first moment, right? We just could talk for a long time and I enjoyed talking to her. And Diane was definitely not giving me anything in the beginning. So I was making choices to just talk to her. Right? I knew what the end result was going to be. There was no like chance. There wasn't going to be like, oh, maybe tonight she's going like, she was very like, yes, this is, this is what it is. But I enjoy talking to you. Like, I don't really want to talk to nobody else. I want to talk to you. So if that's the case, then why fight what that is, whatever that is, right? I didn't know what it was. I just knew I enjoyed being around her and talking to her and stuff like that, so. It went from like, I don't know, to like, yes, this is definite when she finally like met me. I think Cody asked me. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I... I honestly, I wasn't, like, I don't, I have a lot of, most of my girlfriends, they have, like, their list of, you know, whatever. I never really had that. Like, I always somehow ended up dating friends because, like, that's really important to me. So, we we just got along really, really well. But I wasn't, like, I honestly, I wasn't living here. I still had my place here, but I was in L.A. and I hated it there and, like, was trying to figure out how to come back to New York and, and then, you know, it seemed like he was a good enough reason <laughs> to come back. But I, I had more reasons why I didn't think it was gonna work out. And once I sort of put those to the side and realized, you know, this is like an amazing person, I can, I just had to get over myself and, you know, and everything worked out, but. Okay, so let's, let's wait, I gotta, I gotta interject <sighs> here. Here's the thing. You don't really, but. Here's the thing, here's the thing, <laughs> right? So we are filming for seven straight days, right? And this is reality TV at its height where everything is 24-7. So Diane was with us 24-7, filming everything, wherever we went, whatever we did, right? And so we leave, the group and I, we leave and we go to Atlanta. And so we go to Atlanta and we're there in Atlanta. And at 7 a.m., my phone rings. And so I had tendencies for my phone to ring at all types of days and not times. I always had to be ready. Not sure who it is. I pick up and it's Diane. And I was like, why are you calling? Like, we, I just left you, right? I just left you. Just the next day, why are you calling me? Um, and she was just like, oh, nothing. You but know, of course just, he answered like, hello? No, 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 no. That's not. Hi. I was asleep. I was asleep. So you, no one can ever answer. Oh, no one can ever hello? answer like, hello. Hi. You <laughs> did. I was asleep. So I didn't. I. I mean, I was like, hello. Like it was really like, what happened? Like I thought something. He, he happened. was like, am I dreaming? No, She's really calling no, me. No, no, no. Because something always happened with the group. So I thought <laughs> something happened, and she was calling like, and she was like, no, just calling like what what's going on and i'm like um i'm asleep <laughs> what are you doing she was working though so she was up and she was up and at it and doing stuff so so she says all this stuff about like you know i don't know i don't know but something was telling her because she could have called a lot of people she has a lot of girlfriends she has a lot of people who talk to her who love to talk her head off but she made a decision to call me and so she can say all the stuff she wants to but Next day, seven in the morning, 
that phone rang. <laughs> yeah, we met September 30th. And we were basically living together starting in February. And But in May, my roommates told me I needed to move out so they can rent my room. <laughs> and they could split the, the profits with me. <laughs> so my roommates told me, you're never here. It makes no sense for you to stay here anymore. So, so they, they actually like made it happen because they were like, yeah, we're renting out your room and we'll split whatever profit we make from it. Um, but you, you don't live here anymore. And so that's, yeah, we, so it was, uh, basically starting around February, March, we kind of, every moment we had, we were together because I traveled a lot. She traveled a lot. So we weren't really in the city a lot. So when we were here, we decided to be together and then we're official in May. Name on the mailbox in May. I was living in an apartment that I owned and then, you know, he moved in there, which was really hard. That was 04. And then we bought this house in 05. Right. So yeah, it wasn't really, I mean. No, that was hard. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I'd never lived with anybody. You never lived with anybody. And it was meant to be a temporary thing. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I guess you live here. <laughs> I remember the day when I came home and I opened my mailbox and he had handwritten his name on the mailbox. I remember that day. That was a big and day. And I don't know she what happened to me, joking. but I was like, oh, he wrote his name on the mailbox. <laughs> I was like, why did you write? Yeah, like, exactly. I live here now. Like, to get really mail. It was just like, like, don't. She almost do that. I was oh like, my god, so I, I was freaking like, out. Why would you write your name on the mailbox? I what know. is that? What, what, why would you have to do that? And I'm like, that's where I get mail now. So why wouldn't I? But I, I was just, um, I don't know. I just kind of felt there was, for me, somehow that signified that this was like a real thing that was happening. And I don't know why it was the name on the mailbox, but that did something to me that made me that's feel true. like, okay, I guess you know, we're going somewhere here. Yeah. That was like the final straw for her. Like that really, it took it took a moment for her to get over that yeah. I was like, my name was on mailbox. Not that I moved there or that like <laughs> mail was coming to me or nothing. But for the name on the mailbox completely struck a nerve for her. We never had conversations about marriage. Like no, it was kind of like you know I don't want to be married, and I know you do, and I think there was definitely a, a period where I felt like okay maybe this is not the relationship for me because I really I just it wasn't like I knew I could be with somebody forever. I just never really saw the need to actually marry them. I just that's just how I felt, you know, and he felt the exact opposite. So. That was like a fundamental difference that you really need to figure out, you know, if you're going to be with this person. I had to really think about what my fears were around marriage and why I even had this stance. And I'm not even really sure, but it's just always how I felt. And he was like, I'm from the Midwest. We do traditional things like we're going to get married. And so I really there was a point where I was like, maybe we need to think about this because. But that was after we were engaged, really. Like, we didn't really tackle marriage until after we were I wouldn't married. say that. 
Yeah, I mean, like, how, we, how are we gonna tackle marriage after we got engaged? Because like, we never really sat down. Like, we mm-hmm. never were like, let's talk about marriage. Like, do you no. want to get married? Mm-hmm. Like, so how do you feel? Like, we never really did that. I knew you didn't want to get married, and you knew I did, but we never had like a talk or mm-hmm. a fight or an argument or trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. Then that ring came on your finger, and you were like, we got a lot of stuff to discuss. That's and true. we yeah. we met with the minister multiple. Thousands of <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, so we tackled it after the fact. I guess so. But he also put me on the spot with the whole engagement I thing. I he did. Oh my God, no! I had no idea. Nobody. I thought we were we moved into. We decided to buy a house, and there's a whole funny story with this house. But we bought the house, and I just felt like I have a 30 year mortgage with you. Like you should be good. Like yeah. we don't need this whole marriage thing. And he felt like. No, now we have to get married. And I really thought it would just go away. Like, you know, we're good, we're settled. And then we decide to have this big housewarming and he's inviting his family from Chicago, his friends from like up and down the East Coast. I didn't understand like why all these people were coming for a housewarming. And I had no idea that he planned on putting me on the spot in front of everyone so that thinking maybe she won't say no if I do it this way. Exactly. (laughs) It was, um... Yeah, it was it was the plan. Only it was her, like a plot against me. Only her mother and father knew yeah. that I was going to. Like her sister didn't know her. Her sister found out the day of, and she was she was pissed. Like she came during the housewarming and, and like trapped me in the room and was like, "Let me see your ring. I heard you." Uh, but all my friends knew, mm-hmm. so so they came from everywhere. I knew it'd be easy to get her friends to come, so that wasn't even question but my my friends were like prepared with cameras and and all this stuff to make sure i I had no idea but yeah like none so how does it feel that she's resistant throughout and i was i kind of knew i think that's just personalities i don't second guess anything like if it if it is then that's what it is i'll think about it over and over again but i don't second guess it like i just i made that mistake or i made or it was right diane likes to rethink it and re guess and rejudge everything so she'll make a decision then we'll, <laughs> we'll find out she doesn't want that decision anymore we, we want something new or we made a new statement and now we want something back to the original decision that's just personality so for me, it was more about my new. So I really liked her. I still like her. And I think it was best. It was fine. And if it was a mistake, if it was, if it's going to be a mistake, it would have been a great mistake. You know, like <laughs> I enjoy it still. I, but I'm saying like, I knew that I would enjoy whatever it is. And then if it came to an end, it came to an end, but I would have enjoyed all of the moments to that end. And I'm, I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that. That's just who I am. I'm never like, oh my God, I should never done this. Yeah. I'm like, mm, it was great until this moment, this moment is here. Oh, well, I mean, but, but to say yeah. I was right though, You're I like right. to say that. <laughs> but I, but I was saying a lot of stuff, but Obviously, you know, my actions were <laughs> were very exactly. contradictory to whatever I, I thought I was saying or feeling at the time. And, you know, honestly, like I did, I definitely had like mar- actual marriage hangups, yes. but I never had any hangups about like being with him. But the whole marriage thing kind of freaked me out. And I think for the first year, I I was still freaked out. Like he would come through the door and I would just 
be like, you're still here. <laughs> like, why are you still here? And he'd just come in like, you'll be okay. Like, you'll get over of it. the marriage, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would, it took me a minute to like That's settle true. into the whole like, wow, this is, I don't know why. We'd been together at that point for three years and we, you know, we were great and we're still great. But it was something about actually getting married that definitely took it to people always ask like oh does it feel different like it it totally does like somehow it was just like a gigantic um responsibility responsibility you know like i started feeling like man like this is like wow my whole entire life as i know it is over <laughs> which like in some ways really freaked me yeah. out but in other ways it was great but like you realize at some point every single decision you make big and small like you now have to consider this whole entire other person whether it's like oh i just want to leave and go away with my friends it's like oh he's here maybe we can't do that anymore or oh i just want to go out to dinner with friends now it's oh what is he gonna have for dinner you know like it's so life-changing in so many ways but every anxiety and fear that I had about it I always think of it like getting a needle where it, you're just oh my god this is gonna hurt marrying me was like yeah getting a that's needle. how I felt that's, that's, but that no that's how I felt this is gonna be the worst thing ever like they're coming towards you with that needle and then you get it and you're like oh that's not so bad <laughs> oh that's not so bad so I, I'm the the thought was that you were about to get stuck with a needle with being with me, and then it became, oh, he's not so bad. Oh, I'm I'm glad I fulfilled that for I'm you. Being funny, but yeah, but I did. But it was, I, it did feel like that. Like I was so afraid, and then it was, oh, this is like the best thing I've ever done. That's and like, like yeah, with like the greatest person I could have ever done it with. Yeah, that? that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I think it was, you know, coming from parents that had a really not great marriage. You know, my parents split up. Maybe I was like seven, when they did. Yeah. seven or eight. And, you know, I don't have any like memories of like a family. I don't. And I'm very close to both my parents. And, you know, but that was not a successful marriage. And. There's not a whole lot of marriage in my family, honestly. My sister's married and she's been married for 12 years. Yeah. 12 years. But I don't know where we got the idea about how to be married. Like that was something I didn't know if I knew how to be married. Like I didn't know if I was capable of the level of compromise necessary of, you know, I love being together and doing things for each other, but it, it was just something that I was unfamiliar with. You know, and his parents are the opposite. They got married when he was 13. <laughs> like, but they're to this day, like, really best so they friends. Divorced. They got no, divorced. Yeah, they got married 10, at 13 and divorced by the time you're 13. But, yeah, but they were like, 13. they're still so close. And my family is the exact opposite of that. So I just, I just never really understood it, you know, and I just didn't know if I knew how to do it. So it was just kind of like, maybe I, maybe I just won't do this. That's really honestly what it was. But I think we, you know, we like I do pretty well, yeah. right? I got over yeah. it. Yeah. You did. <laughs> You're a great wife. He never, it never seemed hard for you. No, not, no, no. I was no. like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, I'm here freaking out. And he's just like, do, do, do. Like, it's fine. Because it's, it's all right. I feel like it's all the flow. I mean, it's kind of metaphysical, right? Or, or what is it? What is it? It's, it's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, because I just feel like, let it be, right? Mm -hmm. If if 
if it is going to happen, it's going to happen. And if it's not, it's not. And when you get to the not point, you know, just decide how you're going to split up the money. Oh my and, God. And then, and then, you know, it, it continues. And, and I think, I think Diane brought so up a silly. good point though. Diane brought up a good point. It's kind of how my family operates. It's totally a family thing. And she hates, she hates it about my family, but we're totally like, no, I admire it about your family. But yeah, but it gets, like, it gets annoying. Though. It gets annoying. It, it gets annoying. Because, like, mean, everybody's still in touch with their exes. Like, everybody's... And he was like that, too, when I met him. And I just didn't see the point. Like, why? What? You were dating her in the third grade? Why is she still around? Like, I could... I hated it. I just... And I wasn't like that at all. Like, I've never really had bad breakups or anything like that. But it's over. Like, you move on with your life. I mean... Oh my God, all the exes still calling, everybody's on, like, I just didn't, and his whole family is like that. And I just, that was really hard for me. Like, plus his family is really, really big and they're really, really close. And like, that was really, really like different for me. And my family's really small and we're very close, but it's just not like them. Everybody has to know every single thing about each other all the time. And that was like crazy for me. And for me, my family is the exact opposite. People will have major surgery and not say anything to anybody. Like, oh, you did it? Like, what did that happen? What? You know, but his family, it's like, oh, we're going to the grocery store. Like, why does your mother know, like, what I bought at the grocery store? It's just like, it was so crazy to me. And it's still, it's very hard for me still. But they all know that. Yes, yes, <laughs> and they accept yes. it. When we go to Chicago, it's like you have to see 100,000 people. And they know I need my quiet time. And they're like, oh, Diane's doing her quiet time thing. <laughs> Nobody's offended by it anymore. It's like, OK, I need people a time out. It's, it in, the in the beginning, it was beginning. really, really hard. It was really hard. It was really, really hard. So it's just funny. Like, we're, we're so different. And like, we come from such different places. and. Somehow, like, we we just, like, get along really, really well. Like, I really, he's, like, everything. He, I love him. Oh, I do. Nice. He's such a wonderful human being and just, like, a really incredible person. So that's I do, great. I credit your family for that, for sure. Yes, definitely. Like, yeah. Definitely. And there's something family. beautiful about, like, that kind of openness. And I actually think we have it with each other, even though, like, it, it took a while for me to get there because I'm just fiercely private person and so he's like really you know he's he's like my best friend and he's like the only person I tell everything to and you know and he actually so it's hard like it's still hard for him because he would I think he'd be happier if I were more open like with everybody all the time but that's never gonna happen. No, it's never gonna happen. Even, <laughs> it's never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. Never well, gonna like happen. we were just talking to my father over the weekend, and my dad was like, "Oh, honey, what are you working on?" I was like, "Oh, daddy, nothing." He's like, "She's working on this, that, 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 that." But now I've come to—he doesn't realize that I do that so that he can. Yeah, answer. I do realize that. I do. Like, I do. I, I he's gonna answer anyway, yeah. so I don't ever need to say. Anything. I mean, they just ask me now. They don't even ask. <laughs> Nobody me. even asks me questions anymore. Like yeah. they just ask him. Yeah, that's right. Well, to, to be honest, like the moment, the first time Diane came, she, she got along with my grandmother really well. Like my grandmother loved her. And my grandmother has this tendency, well, she did, she passed away, but she had this tendency to call women who entered into our family that girl <laughs> or that woman or their wife, right? Or their, she never referred to girlfriends like that was 
you didn't even get a reference. Um, but she would call Diane by Diane, like day one, right? And so Diane has a spirit around her that is calming too, right? And so my family enjoyed her presence around more than than anything. They just thought it was weird that she like would distance herself at moments or she didn't play cards or <laughs> she didn't she didn't like hang out or she didn't like get into debates and arguments and you know and then was fine. If Diane started debating or arguing, there was an argument, right? Like she was like it was it was a problem. She was gonna go off into the room, she was gonna be upset. My family, like, they might smack you and then it's like, okay, let's go, let's go Mm -hmm. eat or whatever, right? And it's nothing stays, nothing sticks on you. And um, so they just thought she was like weird. They were like, (laughs) yo, she's kind of weird, you know that? And, but she's great, like, I love her, but she's kind of weird. And it was like, it was really your grandma, like, his grandma, yeah, but my grandmother was like, endorsed me. And so it was like, okay, I guess we have to like her. But they all, like, his mother's one of six. Yeah. And the, and all his aunts, they're all very close. Everybody's so close. So, like, I came in, and they they came in expecting to hate me. They anticipated, like, oh, who's this girl? He's bringing from New York, blah, blah, blah. And then and then they had no reason to not like me. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was true. just like, it's and true. then his grandma was like, what's the matter with all of you? Like, she's great. Everybody shut up. But it was, yeah. like, very hard. And, and I, you know, his family is blue blood Midwest American my family is West Indian like there were so many like they didn't get it they didn't understand the whole Jamaican thing they didn't understand the food they didn't they didn't understand anything at all they had to make a family announcement the first time my mother came with me they had to make an announcement no Jamaican jokes like no jokes about I mean it was a whole thing like they just couldn't you know they say some crazy stuff in his family they don't realize that they're being like totally racist about <laughs> about a whole, you know, group of people. I think it's culturalist. It, it, yeah. It's culturalist. Yeah. So, like, those were, like, some big adjustments they needed to make. And it didn't help that my mother is very... The first time she came to Chicago was for Thanksgiving. You, like No, Christmas. 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 And so she came there prepared. Like, she brought her food. In pots. From In New pots York. from New York. Like, so, she was not going to eat their food. Yes. She was like, <laughs> so it was, it was a big cultural adjustment across the board, right? Because my family... So... My mother-in-law, well, at the time we were dating, so my yeah. girlfriend's mother is like making food <laughs> in pots and bringing pots to Chicago on a plane. We didn't drive, so on a plane she's flying food because she doesn't trust that Chicago's going to have food. Well, that's the reason, that but you that didn't know does. that. I knew that's why she was doing yeah, it. Yeah, but I found out later. Later. Because, but she wanted because, them like, to experience, them to experience like, yeah. The, the, like the premise that Diane culture. told me was that, <laughs> that, that was true. she wants to cook for everyone some Jamaican dishes. <laughs> so when we get to Chicago, I'm like, would you like some of this? Would you like some of this? Would you like some? I don't eat any of that, no. right? So I'm noticing she won't eat anything, <laughs> right? So I realized the the whole premise of this like, bringing food. food was not because she wanted to share. <laughs> it's because she didn't trust that she would eat any food from Chicago. 
So the same also happened with my family. But uh, right, they wouldn't eat. They wouldn't eat yeah. her food. She had her curry, everything. She put it out on the table. They were like, "What is that?" Yeah. I mean, like, they oh were my like, god, it was no. it was I'm awful. Not, I'm not eating that. I don't yeah. believe. I don't know what that is, right? Right. And they were like, my family's like massive. I mean, I'm an only child. Um, but my family expands beyond, like my cousins are my brothers and sisters, like it's huge. So there were a couple of people who were fine with it, but there were like on the majority side, like what is this? By now, my oh mother-in-law loves Chicago, eats everything there. My yes. my Chicago family is like, when is your mother-in-law bringing some some Jamaican food? It's completely like adjusted now. Yeah. But, but that initial visit, we were in so many fights like Diane and I because yeah. of my mother and no, her not because of your mother but because of like just your our family. family they would say some crazy things mm. to your mother and Diane be mad about that but then her mother would say some crazy things too <laughs> and I would be mad about that and it, it just was like a thing but now I mean it's great it's great it's amazing yeah. We've opened you guys up to a whole other world you did. that you, you didn't did. even know existed. We didn't. We did not. <laughs> that is true. It but definitely could have gone either way. But yeah, sure. I think it's because it's us to like, Yeah. I think there is a a love for the both of us on both sides of our families mm -hmm. that kind of allows trans things to transcend yeah. no matter what. And I'm, you know, my family really like supports me and loves me and they do a lot for me and so they are willing to accept whatever kind of i like bring into the family and the same with her mm -hmm. and so it works it works out it worked out still works yeah i always think that it's you know it's a i have a i have the home court advantage like we live in my city you know with my mother a half a mile away, my sister a half a mile away, like he lives like in my world, you know, and um, and that and I have to remind myself that's got to be hard. Like he's away from his family, and and he somehow like he just completely fit in, you know. Like my family loves him. He and my mother, they have a great relationship, which like helps me out a lot, you know. And he just kind of forced us to be a certain way that my family wasn't before you know like he insists on like thanksgiving and it's like we don't have thanksgiving in jamaica <laughs> like we don't do this stuff and he's like nope we're gonna have thanksgiving from now on and you know and it's become like a really wonderful thing so he's brought like so much to our family dynamic that really you know wasn't there before and everybody knows that you know my sisters are very um She's not an affectionate person. Like Jason always has to give her a big hug. Like she hates it, but she loves it. And you know, like it's like, he's just sort of, even though it's still like a very foreign world to him, like he'll hang out with my mother and her friends. He doesn't understand what anybody's saying, but it doesn't I matter. Do I do you do now. Do now. now. Like now I'm so impressed. Like he can tell the difference between certain accents. Like everything's not Jamaican. Like right, there are yeah. a whole other, you know, so he's learned a lot, which is great, but it's, I admire him. Like I admire that he's able to be in this like space and just sort of like, you know, become a part of it and everybody loves and accepts him. And like, that's a really cool thing. Cause I don't know how it would be if we lived in 
can say, yeah, honestly. No. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could do what he does here. I don't know if I could do that there. It would be, we would do it, but like, it would probably be a lot harder for me. That's just being truthful. That's true. I might have to kill somebody. <laughs> That's true. I always think, and I think about it a lot because it was like a big adjustment for me, the whole thing. What the whole thing? Like, you know, like this whole, like you and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm making it sound so bad, but like, I could not like survive without this guy. Like I, you know, I just, I didn't think I was capable of like loving somebody so much and that there would be somebody so lovable. Like we grow together, we've changed together. We've, you know, like I've never felt a time where that we weren't, you know, completely in sync. Yes. So that's like a really, but I, but it was unexpected. Okay. That's yeah. Fair. I can do that. Um, but I always think like if you marry the right person for the right reasons, because people don't do both those things, you know? If you marry the right person for the right reasons, then I think you you have a shot. And I know people always say like communication and all that stuff, and I, all of that is true, but like you really have to like that person all the time. And if I, you know, if you have those days where you're like, oh my God, I might, like, this is crazy, this person. But I always, I have like my little things that I do that will put me in a, mindset of like reminding me of why I married this person. Like, Is that really? Yeah, I do. Like I used to carry this picture of him, like a baby picture of him that I would look at anytime he was driving me crazy. Like, okay, this is like, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I really look like, okay, this is like, who, this is the person that like I love and like, this is the person, this is like, yeah. I must say, yes. <laughs> I, okay, I, I, I would think that some of the advice that we would give though, right? People always say, like Diane said, like communicate and and don't go to sleep angry and and always make sure that you talk about your problem. That's a lie, right? Like, cause none of that stuff is real. You're gonna have times you're not gonna communicate. You're gonna have times you're gonna go mad. You're gonna go to bed mad. You're gonna have times where a problem is gonna exist. But I would say that the one thing that I find for marriages and issues, um, marriages and, and people wind up not being able to work through them are little issues, right? Small things have the biggest impact more than big things. Mm -hmm. And the, the bigger the problem, the easier it is to address because it's, it's right in front of you. You're like, this is the problem this is a solution to that problem. I can either deal with the solution or I can't. What am I going to do? It's the little things that people allow to, to like build within that they don't address, yeah. like drives Diane crazy about certain things I do. It drives me crazy certain things she does. We address them. We know it drives each other crazy. And we kind of have accepted that that's a personality thing, right? But if you don't address it, you just wind up getting really frustrated internally, mm -hmm. and then you explode. And then when that explosion happens, the other person has no idea what the explosion is about. And you can't really address it in that moment because even for you, you don't know what it's about mm -hmm. because it's just a- That took you a long a time. It took me a long time. It took me a long time because I'm very like, let's talk about this right now. Yeah. And he would just sit and sit and sit and like walk around mad. And I, I, I can't, 
like yeah. function like that. It took him a really it long time. It took me a long time to be to like, able to say, yeah. like, this little thing. Because the thought is, it's little. Why am I, why am right. I, I going to address a little thing? It's like, right. mm, whatever, it's little. But then I would, I would be so mad and I would be so upset and I would be so angry. And, and I have no way of expressing it because it's not little anymore, right? It's right. like this big thing. But how do I express what the big thing is? Because it's really just this small thing. Right. And then you end up like, are you talking about three years ago? And what? Why did you say something yeah. then? So that took yeah. a long time. And I also think for me, I, I always tell couples like you have to give your partner the benefit of the doubt. Like you have to always assume this person, whatever it is that's upsetting you, this person is not doing it to hurt you. They may be unaware of it. They may not have known that you were going to react this way. So if you could just like give them the benefit of the doubt and say like if they knew how this was making me feel they probably wouldn't do it and like that was a big thing for me with right. him like if you if you give me the benefit of the doubt if you start there and not from a place of like why would she do this to me then i think that like helps a lot sure. and it's hard i mean yes. when you're like whatever you're feeling like it's hard to just like put that aside and say okay like I know she must not have meant, you know, but you have to, you have to do that because it, it just informs like everything from that point forward. <laughs> Wait, one last thing is that I think, I think you all, your expectations have to be met both ways. If you have an expectation of your mm -hmm. partner, you have to have that same expectation of yourself. Mm -hmm. The moment that you lose that and you think that a certain standard should be held for your partner and not for you then you're gonna have serious issues That's as, you, as you move forward. So like whatever that expectation is, you have to also maintain that for yourself.